Hey, my, my, this stupid podcast has to die. No, no, wait, what am I saying? That's counterproductive. Stop it. Hey, everybody, it's Holland Williams. Uh, welcome to the Harland Highway podcast. Great to have you here. What a show we have today. Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, Christmas trees. I went and got mine. I'm going to share the experience with you. So much fun. So festive. Um, also, uh, we are going to be uh, talking uh, about cleaning up, cleaning up loose ends before the end of the year. Before a new year starts, there's probably a, flu- a few loose ends that you wanted to do in 2015. You're like, ah, I'm going to do this, I'm, and you never did it. So you got like three weeks left to get it done. We're going to discuss that. Also, we're taking a phone call from a, a holiday icon. This is super exciting. The Easter Bunny is calling in to discuss Christmas. I guess uh, this would be, be very interesting because we have uh, the Easter Bunny who comes from a different holiday th- during uh, the year calling in to uh, share his thoughts and insights on a the Christmas holiday, which is something we've never done before here at the Harlan Highway. So it should be a great call. Uh, let's get ready to rumble. This is the Harlan Highway. What is this? Some kind of a joke or something? Welcome to the Harlan Highway. What are you talking about, Will? Son, you got a panty on your head. Shut up and sit down, you big bald fuck. Oh, God, what's happening here? What's happening? Hey, Harlan, it's Shelly. You just made a wrong turn onto the Harlan Highway. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing. Not because they are easy, but because they are hard. That is fantastic. What's wrong with everybody in this crazy place? The Harland Highway. <gasps> what is it? The opening. To what? To another dimension. This is Harland Williams. You're a bad man. You're a very bad man. That is fantastic. Well, it's the holiday season, and and things tend to slow down a little bit for everybody this time of year. You know, tends tends to get a little quieter. The work slows down. We get a few days off here and there. We get the holidays off. And I think as it gets towards the end of the year, sometimes we end up thinking about cleaning up loose ends, right? Because like, ah, man, you know, I said I was going to do this and this and this this year, and then you don't. And then you realize the new year is like three, four weeks away. And like, you know, I really wanted to get that thing cleaned up before, and now I got to bring it into the new year. You know what? I'm going to do it now. So one of the things I've been doing lately, and it's been kind of fun, but holy crap, is it a lot of work. I finally did it. I finally climbed out of the dark ages. I have, over the years, accumulated a massive CD collection. And when I say massive, it's not massive compared to like, I'm not like a CD nerd. But I have a whole shelf full of CDs, all genres of music from Enigma to Prince to Iron Maiden to Frank Sinatra to George Michael to movie soundtracks to jazz to groove lounge music to you name it man i have a very eclectic taste in music i've always told you guys to me music is like food it's flavors you try the different flavors it's like a buffet 
and so I just kind of walk by my 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 CD shelf now, and I realize, well, I don't even have a CD player in my car. I don't carry around a portable CD player. My computer, well, my one of my computers doesn't even have a CD drive, and a lot of most of the upcoming modern computers don't have them. The ones they build today, most don't have the the CD or DVD drive in them. And I'm like, you know, I bought all these things. There's thousands of dollars worth of music here. And I thought, should I just toss it in the garbage? And then I was like, no, I'll download. I'll get on iTunes. And I'll just, like, go in and import all the songs I want and then get rid of the uh, the CDs. And so I started doing it, and it's really cool because, you know, with, with, with uh, iTunes, you can make your playlists. So what I've been able to do is, you know, stick all the groove lounge music into one category, put the jazz in the other, put the pop tunes in the other, put the techno rock. Yes, I listen to the Prodigy. Screw you. I like the Prodigy, okay? I'm your fire starter, twisted fire starter. Yeah. <laughs> That's right, man. But I can go right from that to listening to George Michael or Michael Bublé. I can listen to the Michael Bublé if I want to. I'm French-Canadian. I can listen. Uh, so it's been one CD after another going into my computer, and it's great because the list comes up. You know, it shows you the list of all the songs, and I can go through them, and I don't have to keep the whole CD if there's only two songs I like on the whole CD, it only will import the two songs. I don't have to import, like, nine songs I don't like. So I've been making these playlists. I've been putting all these these songs together in iTunes. And once I've finally done it, and I've given away all my CDs to charity or sold them to Amoeba, once all my CDs are downloaded... That's when I can count on my computer crashing and losing every song I've ever owned. Three, four. Yeah, right. Watch it. Well, I guess my songs are in the cloud. So I guess for now they're okay. But, you know, I don't know when ISIS or Al-Qaeda are going to destroy the infrastructure, take out our power grid and our networks and our internet and and then I'll, you know, I'll, I'll be like, if I ever run into ISIS wandering in the post-apocalyptic streets of America, I can go, hey, you bastards all dressed in black, ye fuckers, you know, I had like, I had soft cell tainted love, and I had like George Michaels, you gotta have faith, and I had like Iron Maidens run for the hills, and Michael Bublé's remake of the summer wind fuckers and you they're fucking gone from the cloud because of your fucking terrorist rain fuck and then they take me to the top of a building and throw me off and kill me but i'm not gonna go down with isis without complaining about them screwing up all the hard work i did to transfer my okay what am i talking about here all I'm saying is I transferred my <laughs> I transferred my CDs. It's nice to get them out of the way. It's just one of those things I haven't completely finished. I'm three quarters of the way through. And by the end of the holidays, all my CDs are going to be out of my house. Gone. I'm going to have a big old empty shelf. 
I don't know what I'm going to put up there. Maybe my trophies from modeling. You know, my catwalk trophies for looking so good and the way I strut. I'll probably put those trophies up there. Make it a modeling trophy shelf for Harland. Why are you laughing? I don't understand why you're laughing. I, I'm offended. I, my feelings are hurt. Screw you. Um, so there you go. Done and done. Um, maybe this is just a little reminder to you to get something done before the holidays uh, are over, before we roll into the new year. Hey, here's a thought. Maybe even you, as a little suggestion, maybe even you can transfer over your ancient CD collection. Maybe that's a little holiday suggestion from me to you. Maybe clean it up. Get get rid of them. I bet you'll feel good about it. I know I do until ISIS comes and destroys the cloud. But until then, enjoy your tunes. And uh, I'm glad I could be such a big help. Whatever you do, don't get into modeling. That, that's my territory. You can clean up your CDs. Do not muzzle in on my modeling, on my catwalk. I will, I will catwalk your ass. Yeah. So anyways, uh, you know, speaking of the holidays and Christmas, you know, it's all about Santa Claus. You know, it's Santa Claus and the elves and the reindeer and Jolly St. Nick. And uh, I guess uh, Roger's dialed in, I guess, today. I guess we have the, uh, the Easter rabbit calling in from the Bronx in uh, New York State. And uh, I, I say, Roger, were you saying that the Easter rabbit's not really happy about all this Christmas stuff? Okay, well, I don't know why, but I guess we're going to find out. Let's, let's put the Easter bunny through here on the Harland Highway and uh, get his take on Christmas, uh, Santa Claus, and the whole uh, holiday season. Uh, go ahead, uh, Easter bunny. You are on the Harland Highway. Hello? Yeah, yeah, how's it going there? Um, great, uh, Easter Bunny, you're, ca- you're calling in from New York? Yeah, I live up in the Bronx here. You know, that's where my family was raised. I live up in the fucking Bronx. Uh, okay, uh, Easter Bunny, gr- great to have you here. Um, you were calling in, you wanted to talk about the, the Christmas holidays? Well, you know, I'm just, uh, you know, I, I feel, uh, you know, why is everyone uh, shitting all over the, uh, the fucking Easter Bunny here? Uh, well, what do you mean, sir? And if you could just watch the language. Ah, don't give me that watch the language horse shit, all right? I mean, come on, man. What are we in great fucking three here? You do you doing a fucking uh, radio show or what's going on? Well, uh, yes, we, we, we do have profanity from time to time, but there's no need to overdo it. Oh, for fuck's sake. What are you, fucking three years old, man? I, look, do you want to fucking talk to me or what? <laughs> Look, what is your take on, on, on the holidays? Well, it's, I'll tell you what it is. It's a fucking bug up my ass. I'll tell you that much. Uh, what, is, what is it, Harland? Yes, Harland Williams. All right, don't get fucking cocky with me here. Well, uh, what, what, what do you mean the, the, the holidays is a pain in the ass? Well, you know, if I got to see one more picture of this fucking fat drunk, uh, Jolly St. fucking Nick, I swear to God I'm going to puke up some fucking carrot soup all over the floor. What, what do you mean? Ah, oh, for Christ's sake. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm the Easter Bunny, right? Fuck, I'm the Easter fucking Bunny. Y- yes? All right, so I run around at fucking Easter time. You know, the fucking tulips are coming through the ground. The fucking spring's in the air. You know, every now and then I see a fucking picture of me up at the fucking Walmart or the Kmart or out on a fucking bus stop, okay? Okay, fair enough. 
But this fucking St. Jolly Nick, this fat fuck, everywhere I look, this fucking guy, okay? He's on top of buildings, he's at bus stops, he's on fucking uh, commercials. I, I bought a can of fucking Coke the other day over at uh, Johnson's uh, fucking deli over there. I guess who's on my fucking Coke? I can't, I can't enjoy a corned beef fucking sandwich and some coleslaw without seeing this fucking fat drunk. Wait, wait a minute, sir. F fat drunk? Oh, come on. What, what are you in fucking denial here, Williams? Now, sir. This fucking guy. Have you seen how rosy his fucking cheeks are? Well, yes. He lives in the North Pole. Oh, really? So what about the fucking spider veins? What, what do you mean, spider veins? Listen, dumbass. There's two things. You can, there's one thing to have rosy fucking cheeks, okay? All right. But when you got the fucking spider veins in your uh, fucking cheeks, it looks like, uh, you know, fucking Charlotte's webs living on your face. All right. Uh, that's a sign of a fucking booze hound, all right there, Williams? If you could just call me Harlan, sir. Ah, uh, whatever, Harlan. I mean, this guy's fucking tanked all the time. Fucking fat fucking drunk. You think, you think that fucking belly comes from eating fucking uh, Mrs. Claus's Christmas strudel? Now, sir, th these are some pretty harsh words for a beloved, you know, Christmas time. Ah, fuck him, okay? Fuck him. Fuck him and a two-by-four from Hands fucking lumberyard just down the street. Sir, now I've got to ask you to... You know, this fucking guy, you know what I heard about this guy? This fucking Jolly St. Nick and his little fucking queer elves? Sir? I hear that he's finger-banging those little fucks. Wait a minute. You know why those fucking elf's uh, shoes, the tip of their shoes are curled up? Sir, if you could not... They curl up because Santa Claus has his fucking finger in their little tight elf assholes. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm telling you, this fucking guy's finger banging those fucking elves. And someone's got to say something about this fucking, uh, fucking bearded drunk. Sir, listen. Okay, Mr. Easter Bunny, th this is Christmas time, and th this is nothing short of a full-on slanderous attack. Look, I'm just telling the truth, okay? Up here in the Bronx, I got no love for this fucking guy, okay? I'm the Easter Bunny. I work twice as hard as him. You know, he drops a couple of presents off on everybody's fucking roof, and I'm, uh, I gotta fucking hide eggs in the bushes. I gotta hide fucking colored eggs in the fucking weeds for these fucking prick kids. I got fucking, uh, I, last year I had a fucking praying mantis attack my fucking face. Uh, Mr. Easter Bunny, you know, we do have kids listen to this show now and then, and, and for you to talk about kids on such a... Eh, fuck the kids. You know, I gotta make a fucking living like everybody else. And another thing about fucking Jolly St. Nick, okay? This guy ain't so jolly. I heard he beats the shit out of Mrs. Claus. Mr. Rabbit! Oh, you don't want to talk about uh, important social issues, huh? Yeah, everyone just blinded by this fucking guy's cheery little red suit. He beats the shit out of Mrs. Claus with a fucking canoe paddle he keeps in the closet. Mr. Rabbit! There is no evidence of that. There is no proof. Why do you think Mrs. Claus wears those big fucking googly glasses and she looks like a fucking retarded librarian? Hey, tone it down. That's because it hides the fucking black marks under her fucking eyes, okay, guy? 
Listen, I don't know if it sounds like you're bitter is what it sounds like, Mr. Rabbit. Oh, I'm bitter, huh? You know what this guy, look, I talk to, I'm a fucking rabbit, okay? Let's get that straight. Yes, you're the Easter rabbit. Good. I'm glad we fucking agree on something here, Williams. If you could dial it back a bit. Ah, fuck you. Now, this is, I talk to other animals. You know what he's doing to those fucking reindeers? I don't know that we need to hear. Have you ever heard of these fucking guys who are into this fucking animal sex? Hold on, sir. I got I got to stop you right there. We are not going down that road. Well, since you don't want to fucking say it, let me fucking say it for you, Mr. William. Bestiality, okay? Wow. Okay. This, this you... I, th- th- this is just... Uh, what are you, tongue-tied, Williams? I mean, this guy is plowing those fucking reindeers so I No wonder they fucking fly up into the sky. I tell you what, if some fat old fuck with a white beard full of fucking gravy and corn niblets and fucking spider veins on his Charlotte's web face was sticking his candy cane up my reindeer hall, I'd fucking fly over the fucking moon. Are you fucking kidding? Would you knock it off? Hold it. This is, this, this is a, this sounds like a bitter attack. Almost as if, if if you feel a rivalry from Santa Claus. I fucking Rob, let me tell you something, okay? You know what the Easter Bunny does, Mr. Williams, okay? I am around because it's the resurrection of the Son of the Lord Jesus Christ, okay? You got that through your fucking head. I know what Easter is, sir. Okay, that's a real thing, okay? Jesus died, he was resurrected, he came back from the dead, for fuck's sake. How many magicians have you ever seen do that? You ever seen fucking Copperfield come back from the dead? I seen this guy fucking make the Statue of Liberty disappear, but I ain't seen him come back from the fucking dead like the Lord Jesus, baby lamb, son of the Savior fucking dead. Can you lose the, the, the foul language? And we got fucking Sandy Claus, that overweight Jenny Craig fucking glazed ham ass fuckhead running around. He's not even half fucking real and he's got his picture everywhere. Uh-uh, that ain't gonna cut it with the fucking Easter Bunny, pal. Listen, you sound like an angry guy. I, I hope you don't own guns. Oh, I'm a fucking, you're damn right I own guns. I've been a fucking card-carrying member of the NRA since fucking uh, just after Jesus Christ went down. Hold on a second. Yeah, you heard me, wise guy, okay? If you don't think I'm fucking holding a carry and conceal permit, you can go suck Santa Claus's left knob, okay? Hop. You know what? I think you are really, really kind of stepping on the spirit of Christmas, and I, I think I might have to end this call here to accuse Santa Claus of performing sodomy on his reindeer. Oh, really? You think uh, fucking Rudolph's uh, fucking nose lights up because he's uh, been sniffing NyQuil? Uh-uh, pal. Okay? Fucking Rudolph's uh, nose uh, lights up because that's like a fucking rape whistle, that fucking nose. It's fucking glowing because he needs fucking help. Are you kidding me? It's not a rape whistle nose. Oh, well, what the fuck is it? And by the way, do you know how much... It fucking hurts for a gingerbread man to be split in half by a 300-year-old fat guy's cock. Would you cut it out? Santa does not perform sexual acts on gingerbread men. Oh, okay. 
Sure, okay, you want to you live in that fucking... See, here, here's the problem, wise guy. It's people like you that fucking perpetuate this fucking guy's leg legacy. Isn't that right? You're so fucking... You got the rose-colored glass. Everyone's so far up fucking Santa Claus's ass that they don't want to see the fucking forest through the trees. Well, I'll tell you what, huh? Do you remember this fucking guy in Silence of the Lambs, Buffalo Bill, who fucking lured women down to the well in his basement? You know the fucking guy. Oh, wait, was she raping fat person? Oh, you don't know what pain is. Uh, uh, uh. And that fucking guy right there. Are you telling me you're doing impressions of Buffalo Bill from Silence of the Lamb, Easter Bunny? Oh, wait, was she raping fat person? Can you help me put this carpet in the back of my white van? Stop doing Buffalo Bill impressions. It's fucking creepy. Oh, now who's fucking swearing, huh? Look at you. All of a sudden, I pull out some hard-cold facts and... They are not hard-cold facts. Are you suggesting that Jolly St. Nick has a well in his basement and he throws teenage women down there and murders them? Oh, wait. Was she ripping fat person? Stop! Doing the Silence of the Lamb voice. I think we're, I think we're done here, sir. Oh, we're done, all right. Cause you know what? I ain't gonna fucking put up with it. I'm going out and I'm looking for this fucking Jolly Saint Nick on the 24th. I'm gonna be jumping around from roof to roof, and uh, maybe I'll have a little fucking talk to the old fat fuck. Oh, you know what? This is violent. It's it it goes against the spirit of the holidays. I've got to hang up on you, sir. And another thing about Mrs. Claus, she's got a yeast infection. Where do you think gingerbread men come from, you dumb fuck? Yeah, hang up on him, Roger. That ain't icing on the little fucking eyes. Hang up on him! Wow! Are you... That was one of the most vile interviews we've ever done. What? I never realized the Easter Bunny was so... He's going to puke carrot soup all over the floor. Is he gone? That guy never calls back here again. Unacceptable. Holy shit. Now he's got me swearing. La ladies and gentlemen, I got to apologize. You know, I, I thought the Easter Bunny's calling in. It was going to be a nice, fun, fluffy little conversation. And this guy went on a tirade. This guy's clearly got some pent-up animosity towards uh, the wonderful, the, the beloved St. Nicholas, Santa Claus. And I'm actually concerned that, that should those two meet sometime, that, that, that you heard those Easter Bunny said he's got a carry and conceal permit. I, I, we're living in this dangerous world now where I'm wondering if Santa Claus needs some security to fly with them or something. Let's let's put that behind us. Let's get back to, to, to talking about fun things, holiday things, and boy, oh boy, I'm, I'm almost emotionally scarred by that, that horrible conversation. I should have hung up right, right when he started talking about, you know, Jolly St. Nick uh, finger bangs the elves. I, that should have been where I hung up right there. Let's, let's move on, Rog. Let's move on. Tell them, McCluskey. Tell them what time it is. I don't believe you people. Huh. What do you mean, you people? What do you mean, you people? Huh? I, 
I think what uh, Tug oh, means is you people, no, look you his actors, ass, man. you people. Look at him beating. Why are you talking to me? Is he getting back to his Chill. All right? Just chill it. Conalingus, 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 conalingus in the night. Charles Mingus played the bass, conalingus in your face, conalingus, conalingus, everything is all right tonight. Well, I did it. I did it, boys and girls. I got my Christmas tree. Yes. Yes, I got my Christmas tree. Um, you'd be surprised where I go and get my Christmas tree. It's kind of funny, actually. It's an unassuming place. But I get it every year. It's a tradition. I go to a little grocery store about three miles from my house and you know it's a traditional grocery store it's called John's J-O-N-S and every year they sell Christmas trees for like 35 bucks I go around the Christmas tree farm places that charge like 120 bucks for a tree and I've been going to this place for as long as I can remember here in Los Angeles. And they have these great trees. They're really big. They're like six feet high and they bundle them up and they put them on your roof and they tie them down and they've already got like the stand nailed into the base. So it's like a wooden, a wooden X on the base so when you get home you just stand them right up you don't have to put them in a in a christmas tree stand you don't have to nail anything in you just put them in cut the ropes all the branches flop out and off you go start decorating and uh it was really fun this year i i went and i got it and uh you know this is the first year i had the tesla so i pull up in the tesla and a bunch of people got concerned there. Like, they, they saw me there, you know, getting ready to put the tree on the roof of the... the you, you're going to put the tree on there? I, I think he's going to put the tree on the Tesla. Oh, my God. This guy, What's wrong with this guy? He's putting a, a Christmas tree on top of a Tesla. Yeah, there was, there was genuine concern. And I was like, relax. It's, it's just a roof of a car like any other roof of a car. So we put it on, and you know, normally what I do every year is I, uh, I I tie the tree down and I put the put the uh, the string through the door handles of the car and throw it over the top of the roof, pin down the tree, and tie it to the other door. Here's the problem with Tesla. I don't know if you know this or not, but part of the engineering, the door handles of the Tesla slide into the door so that they're flush with the panel of the door. There's the, the door handles don't stick out. So suddenly I was I was searching for ways to tie this tree down, and the, so was the kid, the kid that worked at John's, God bless him. He was tying my tree every which way but loose. I think he, he tied one end to a shopping cart. He tied another end to an old lady's throat. I think he tied, tied one to a stroller with a baby in it. It was, it was just like crazy. 
And they, they got finally after 20 minutes, he goes, okay, I think you're good to go. And I kind of poked at the tree, and this thing was rolling around like a fat guy on a trampoline. And I want to hurt the kids. So I said, oh, thanks, buddy. So I drove very slowly around the corner, undid all his work, and I had to retie the tree myself and uh, find little nooks and crannies in the Tesla where I can tie this d- darn tree down. And I got it down and got it home fine and dandy. And I got to tell you, man, there's something so fun about l- letting that tree loose. You know, it's all tied up. It's all looks like a pillar. All the All the boughs are constrained by the string, and you cut the string, and this thing just kind of slowly opens up like a flower in the sunlight. These big, uh, you know, flush, needle-filled branches start to lay down and open up, and the, the room smells, fills up with the scent of pine. I'm waiting for owls to fly out of this thing and blue herons. And it's just, uh, there's something magical about it, man. Think of, think of it. The act of bringing a timber into your home. I mean, how many of us on a yearly basis even have flowers in our homes? And here we are, we bring a full-fledged tree into our house? Can you imagine that on any other day? Hey, uh, Timmy, go out in the yard and bring a tree in the house. What are you talking about, Daddy? You heard me. I want a tree in here. Daddy, why would you want a tree in the house? I don't know. I'm watching football. I'm drinking beer. I've got some chips. And I want a goddamn tree in the house. But, Daddy, that makes no sense. Are you saying I'm crazy? No, Daddy. Then go get me a six-foot tree and put it in the corner. Yes, Papa. <laughs> I mean, it's it's kind of bizarre, isn't it? You're bringing a tree in your house. And while you're at it, bring me some boulders. Sorry, Daddy? Bring me some boulders and give me a river. Go find me a little crick. You mean like a, a moving liquid mass of water? Yes, I want to go fly fishing at halftime. And find me a mountain goat. And I want an osprey for the top of the tree. I mean, it's pretty wild. But hey, we do it, man. We do it. And uh, there's something magical about it. It's so magical and and just foresty and and what's really nice is at night when you come in at night let's say you're out somewhere you're at a a social function having shrimp cocktails and martinis and it's dark it's late and you're coming home and you're like it's 11 o'clock at night you're like okay another day another dollar and you walk in your door and whoosh just this blast this blast of Pine air hits you in the face, and you're like, oh. It's like someone stepped on your neck, held you down, and sprayed air freshener up your nose, that pine-scented air freshener for when someone goes in your bathroom and takes a big one. (laughs) Oh, it's nice. Such a nice smell. I think I'm going to lay down with my tree. You know, I just, I just leave it in the living room. I don't give it a Once it's up, you don't give it a lot of love. You know, you put the decorations, the light. I'm going to pull my tree into my bed tonight. Is that wrong? Just, a, just one night. 
Let it feel loved. Look at all the love it gives. I'm going to lay it down. I'm going to put my arm around it. And it's going to jingle. All the decorations are going to jingle. And then as the night gets a little colder, I'm going to spoon my Christmas tree. I'm going to pull a blanket up over it and spoon it. And I'll probably wake up with like allergy rashes and pine bugs of pine beetles eating through my flesh. I'll have uh, pine tar and sap all over my 3,000 thread silk sheets. I don't care. I love my Christmas tree. I love it. I love it. (laughs) I love my Christmas tree. Play the music again, Raj. I love my Fahu foray to my Christmas tree. Sleeping with it. <laughs> but there you go. It's always fun. And driving it home, you're always worried that, that it's going to f- slide off the car. That's my big thing. I'm not worried that it slides off the car. I'm worried that it like rolls down the street and hits the guy coming behind me. And I didn't even get a chance to yell timber. You know, that I don't mind if it hits his car. Screw him. But I, I want to make sure I have the opportunity to yell timber. Smash. Crunch a minivan. No, I'm just kidding. So there it is. The magic of the Christmas tree. And uh, I hope you guys uh, have that experience. I don't know if it's the same with, with, the, uh, with the Jewish uh, Hanukkah. I, I know they put the menorah up, the little uh, the, the eight-tipped uh, candle. But uh, maybe maybe the Jews need a tree. I mean, let's see. In Israel, there's a lot of date trees. There's palm trees. Maybe uh, the, the Jews in the, during Hanukkah, they throw up a... They, maybe they throw up a palm tree. Herschel, go outside and get, get me the palm tree. But I'm watching the football game. Bring your family. Do this for your family. Bring the, bring the Hanukkah palm tree into the living room. I don't care if it's 35 feet high. But bring, bend. They're very flexible. We can bend it over. We can have one end in the corner and the other the tip of it bent over into the kitchen. I shall do do what you told, you bad boy. So I don't know. Just a thought. Other other, you know, religions can have their holiday trees. Um and that's it. We'll leave it there with happy thoughts of holiday trees. Does it get any better? Um and uh, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, speaking of holiday thoughts, uh, I want to make sure you guys, uh, if you want to get any merchandise from the Harland, uh, HarlandWilliams.com um, store, please do it quickly. Uh, the cutoff date is this Saturday coming up. If you don't order before this Saturday, we cannot guarantee your stuff will get there before Christmas. If you order by the 18th, which is this Friday... We, uh, we most assuredly should be able, we can't 100% guarantee it, but 95% probability your stuff will show up before December 25th. Uh, we hope so. So we'll put it in the mail on time, and then it's the post office problem, and uh, hopefully hopefully five to six days is enough time to get it 
to you. It usually works out. Uh, so get your order in by this Friday, December 18th at the latest. Uh, after that, of course, you can still order stuff. We just don't guarantee that it gets to you on time. Uh, the store's are full of T-shirts. It's full of uh, music. It's full of uh, books. It's full of CDs, DVDs, comedy, artwork, all kinds of stuff. So get in there and order something fun uh, for your loved ones today, and we will make sure it gets there to you. Uh, don't forget to get the uh, Harland Highway app. We have that for your phones, Android, Apple, whatever. It's absolutely free. Uh, you download it, and you get the, the latest, 50 latest current episodes of the Harland Highway podcast. If you become a premium member, you get 700 episodes plus premium content, uh, which is uh, interviews with me. It's my stand-up comedy. It's another podcast I do called Let's Have a Fight that is tons of fun. It's crazy comedians and personalities having verbal fights together. So uh, 20 bucks a year gets you the premium content. It's almost a steal. Uh, we hope you enjoy that. Uh, also, if you want to write, you can write to harlowilliams.com. We have a contact uh, page there. Or if you want to call and, and leave a message or, or sing a song about cunnilingus, as one of my callers did, wonderful. It's like a new Christmas carol almost. Um, you could uh, call 323-739-4330. 323-739-4330. And if you want your child to leave a message for Wally the Christmas Elf, we will play your child's message, and Wally the Christmas Elf will respond to that call. Uh, so there you go, guys. Hey, happy holidays to everybody. This is fun. Great time of year. Smile at someone today. Wish them a Merry Christmas or a Happy Holiday or a Happy Hanukkah, whatever you want to wish them. Um, it's the time of year that we get to do that stuff, so don't squander it. Um, spread the joy. Spread the, the, the happiness amongst your fellow humans. And uh, here's me doing that to you, wishing you well. Happy holidays, and uh, we'll just keep on rolling down the Harlan Highway right up to the big day, the 25th. And until then, chicken chow mein. Baby!